All right. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for the gift of today. We don't want to take life for granted. You are good. Um, Though we don't always understand everything that you bring our way, you are good and you can be trusted. And we declare that today. Father, may we rest in your arms. May we rest in your love and your protection over us. I pray that you would guide my words right now um, as I share this message that you have put on my heart. I pray that what I share would be of encouragement. I pray that it would be in agreement with what you have revealed to us from your word. And I pray that it would be given by your spirit's power. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. This last week, I was looking at some of the bravest jobs in the world. And some that made the top of the list would have been like firefighter. That's brave. Got to be brave to enter a burning building. Police officer, uh, search and rescue worker, deep sea fisherman. These are all occupations that it requires bravery. Uh, Then I was looking at some of the weirdest and craziest jobs in America. Uh, Armpit sniffer. There really is such a job. I thought, you've got to be kidding me, but someone's got to determine whether the deodorant is working or not. Porta potty cleaner. That would be a weird, crazy job. Pet food taster. That is a weird job. These are all unbelievably legit, real jobs, okay? They really exist. Um, Mothering. Don't you think that job could go on both of those lists, really? Mothering is an interesting job. It it really is. Um, And when we say job, uh, we want to put air quotations around it, but because it's so much more than a job. But it it entails so much. Some mothering facts that I looked up. Every day, worldwide, there are 361,481 babies being born. That's nearing half a million babies every day that are being born worldwide. Baby's diaper will be changed 7,300 times by the baby's second birthday. So if you're a mom and you feel like all you do is change diapers, it's possible. That's all you do. Um, It takes a mom an average of two minutes, five seconds to change a diaper. How they figured that one out, I don't know. You get a bunch of moms together and time them, I don't know. Uh, That means that in a year's time, moms with... Little children with diapers, they spend 120 hours of changing diapers. (laughs) That's a lot of diaper changing. And if you have two children in diapers, multiply by two. It's it's a lot. It really is. Men. um, Do men, uh, does it take a man longer or is a man faster at changing a diaper? (laughs) 
Oh, you're divided on this one. I was, I was not, I was not sure myself. Like, is it faster for a man to change a diaper or does it take him longer? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Good question. Carrie said, are you talking quality? We're not talking quality here. So in that case, a man does it on average one minute and 36 seconds. I think because how a man does it is he's a man on a mission. Probably plug the nose, hold the breath, and just do this really fast. That's how a man does it. And a mom is, oh, aren't you so precious and sweet? You know, it just, it's, it's the difference. All right. Um, the most births, I don't know if I'll get this name even halfway close to being right, but uh, Vasilyev of Russia birthed, get this, 69 children between 1725 and 1765. And you thought that 19 kids and counting was impressive. Ah, they have, the Duggars have nothing. 69 children. That's humanly possible. Those were all hers. Um, how about the heaviest newborn? Camelina uh, Fedel of Italy gave birth to a 22-pound, 8-ounce boy in 1955. That's heavy. That's a big boy. That's amazing. Uh, And you thought that your labor was hard. Uh, This is incredibly hard. Your labor was hard, too. Um, I should be careful. I'm I'm probably digging myself. I'm I'm in trouble. (laughs) Being a mom is no easy task. It's for this reason that Anna Jarvis, this is interesting to me, a woman who never had children and a woman who is never married is the founder of Mother's Day. That is awesome. She is a woman that said, I want to honor my mother. And she's the woman who chose to honor her mother. And on May 10th, 1908, at church, and it's appropriate that I was at church, she honored her mother. And that is the very first Mother's Day in America. And in 1914, Woodrow Wilson signed a proclamation that we would honor mothers on the second Sunday of May going forward. It's amazing. I want to read three passages of Scripture, and you're welcome to just simply listen. You, you can turn there. It might be easiest if you just listen. These are, um, they're, they're all pretty familiar um, if you have church background. And they all sound the same because they're all saying kind of the same thing. Exodus 20, verse 12, the fifth commandment, the fifth of ten commandments. Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Deuteronomy, ten commandments here again. Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 16. Honor your father. And your mother, as the Lord your God has commanded you, so that you may live long and that it may go well with you in the land 
the Lord your God is giving you. There, there are things that I don't fully understand. And I am okay to admit that. Because there is this part of us, especially in Western culture, when we read this. What about the person who dies young? And I will just say, I don't understand all of God's ways. But I am simply saying what God has said here. And again in the book of Ephesians. And the New Testament, recording what was written in the Old Testament Ephesians chapter 6, verse 2. Honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. What's the promise? That it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. Again, our tendency as American Christians, I think, is to focus on that second part. That it may go well with you, that you may live long in the land. The part I want to focus on this morning is the part that you and I actually are able to control. And it's this part, honor. Honor your father and honor your mother. That's what God calls us to. God calls us to honor. This morning I want to ask the question and do the best I can to answer the question, how do I honor mom? How do I honor my mother? There's four things I want to share with you this morning, and they're fairly simple. The very first is this. How do I honor mom? Hug her. Hug your mom. I I know that everyone communicates love in a different way. So not everyone is touchy-feely. I get that. But most mothers that I know appreciate a good hug. When I was a kid growing up, remember my parents, when I would go visit my grandparents, my, my parents forced me. They would say, make sure you give grandma a hug. Nathan, go give grandma a hug. When you see her, you go give grandma a hug. And before we leave, you go give grandma a hug. And honestly, I did not like that. I don't like being for, you're going to make me give grandma a hug. I don't want to, I don't want to be forced to do that. Well, they made me do that. And I think that's okay now that they made me do that. Um, Maybe I'm doing the same with my kids. Actually, I haven't had to really force them. They are just kind of willing, much more willing than I was. They just kind of offer that affection. It's interesting to me that people do appreciate appropriate affection. And in our society today, we are really hesitant of appropriate affection because we have seen inappropriate affection. But it has made us kind of leery of, oh boy, how do I do this? Appropriate affection is needed. It's needed. People need appropriate affection. Your mother is no different. Moms need appropriate affection. It's interesting that studies have been done that let us know that when you hug it actually lowers levels of cortisol, if I'm even saying that correctly. I don't know. And it increases other levels. 
And, and the scientific part, I don't understand, but this is the part that I can understand, is that it actually lowers stress. Studies have been done that when there is appropriate human contact, such as a hug, it actually lowers stress in a person's life. Hug your mom. It's good. How do you honor your mom? Part of it is by hugging your mom. If it's awkward, I think it's awkward just because maybe in our culture we're just not used to it. Again, for me, growing up, it was all boys. It was just brothers. We did not hug each other. That was not how we worked. We wrestled with each other. That was maybe our hugging of each other. We did not hug each other. As I've grown older, I have been understanding more and more. My mom needs to be hugged. I need to hug my mom. My mom deserves my embrace. She does. How do I honor mom? Hug her. Second, communicate with her. Communicate with your mom. Um, My mom knew how to get me to open up. As a teenager, she was the master at this. She really was. So my dad worked swing shift, which means that he went to work at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. He got home at 1 o'clock in the morning. And so I would be out when I got my freedom and I had my driver's license. I would be out later and then I would come home. But my mom was always the one who would be waiting up for me. And she would wait and then she would say, Nathan, come talk to me. And I would go and talk to her and I would sit down by her and my mom would just rub my head. And as she would rub my head, she would say, Nathan, tell me about your time. Tell me about your time with your friends. Tell me what you did. Tell me how your friends responded to you. Tell me how you responded to your friends. Tell me what you're thinking about. And the only rule that my mom had was, Nathan, when you stop talking, the head rub is over. That's how it worked. And so if I would start to get kind of quiet, then she would stop. And well, mom, there's more. There's more. Uh, and I would try to think, of, okay, there, here's, here's more. Here's more I can tell you. She was smart. She knew how to make me open up. And she taught me how to talk to her. I think that's how I learned how to talk to ladies. It was through my mom. She did this for me. What does the Bible say about communication? The Bible says in James 1 verse 19, everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become Angry. Isn't it interesting that anger is coupled with that, with speaking and listening? Ephesians 4.29 says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. The words that come out of your mouth, especially to your mother, are they beneficial? Do they build? Colossians 4 verse 6. Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt. 
so that you may know how to answer everyone. Is your conversation full of grace? May your conversation be full of grace with your mom. Proverbs 12, verse 18. Reckless words pierce like a sword. Boy, do they ever. Reckless words pierce like a sword, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. This is hard. When I, last year, I was here for Mother's Day. It was my very first Mother's Day. And I opted to not do a Mother's Day message. I've been told by pastors that Mother's Day is one of the hardest days to preach. Why? Because you can't do it right. Because human dynamics, there is all sorts of dynamics in a a church family. You know, it's easy for us to sit here and have the lens of, this is my relationship with my mom. And the person down the pew might have a different relationship with their mom. Uh, There's all sorts of hurts that might even be there. Today, my emphasis, I would like it to be for you. So, while we might be tempted to say, in even hearing these verses, I wish my mom would have perhaps listened to those verses. There are people I've talked with where they'd say, the conversations with my mother were very unpleasant. And I will not erase that I will not overlook that, but what I will bring to you is you. You are responsible for you, and is your conversation full of grace, seasoned with salt? You are not responsible for your mother. You are responsible for you, and that is something that we can remember. How do you honor your mom? Well, in part, I think it is by talking to her, listening to her. Um, There is an older song called Big Yellow Taxi by Counting Crows, 1970. Don't it always seem to go that you don't know what you got till it's gone. And it goes on. But you know, if, if you are able to talk to mom do so, that can be part of honoring. I called my mom this morning, um, talked to her. Abraham Lincoln, um, I'm not sure if I'll get this story completely right, but one of the the generals um, that he had, He went to him and he said to his general, he said, how is your mother? And the general said, she's doing just fine. Does she know that you are doing fine? Oh, yeah. He said, no, she does not. She has been writing me asking about you. Abraham Lincoln took a pen in his hand and he said to him, write your mother right now. Go write your mother. 
She wants to know how you're doing. How do you honor mom? Well, I think that you hug her. I think that you communicate with her. The third thing, you thank her. You thank your mom. Um, The care that was shown us while we were growing up is often taken for granted. Because we, because we just are born and we don't know anything else, we're just like, oh, people are supposed to wait on us hand and foot. And we just kind of grow up thinking that. And then we start to realize that, oh, maybe not. And I think that the older we get, the more we understand that, you know what? Mom, what you did for me is good. Can you identify that good? Mom, did you... You brought me in this world. Mom, chances are great that your mom was sacrificial in many ways. A lot of mothers that I know are very sacrificial to their kids. Moms sacrifice in great ways for their children. Their heart longs for that. Even my own wife this morning, we had a gift for her, and we wanted to get her a gift. And what is my wife doing? I said, Kelsey, we've got we've to go. We've, I've got to go. I'm the pastor. I have to get down there. And what's she doing? She was trying to, oh, she was trying to put together another gift for someone that she thought of. I was like, Kelsey, we want to honor you. And that is just, I think, oftentimes how a mother, they just think outside of themselves. Well, thank your mom for the, sacrifi- the sacrifices that she has made. And again, if you feel like the relationship is broken, even a broken clock is correct two times a day. So identify, identify those areas that, Mom, you did this right. This is good. Identify that and thank her for that. It's been said that how we view our mothers when we're four is, My mommy can do nothing wrong. Eight years old, my mom knows a whole lot. Twelve years old, my mother doesn't really know quite everything. Fourteen years old, well, naturally, mom doesn't know. Sixteen, mother, she's hopelessly old-fashioned. Twenty-five years of age, well, she might know a little bit. Thirty-five, before we decide, let's talk to mom. Forty-five years old. Of age, I wonder what mom would think about this at age 65. I wish I could just talk to my mom. Moms do make sacrifice. Thank them. Thank them. Thank your mother. And if you haven't said thank you to your mother, thank her. If you're not able to thank your mother, that can be the case too sometimes. And that can be for a variety of reasons. And again, I am not here to erase or overlook that. But find ways to think. If you can't, if you can't thank your mom or if you don't have a mother to thank, consider another godly lady that God has brought into your life that you can thank. Perhaps God is providing a mother in other ways. Say thank you. The fourth way to honor mom, respect her. 
Most cultures, if not all outside of the Western world, treat the elderly with great respect. It's here in the West that we have flip-flopped things. We have, over time, unfortunately, we have actually valued younger age more and more and, in a sense, devalued older age. And that should not be. Most cultures, I believe, get this right when they honor the elderly. And last I checked, your mother is older than you. Honor. Honor mom. How do you honor her? You show her respect. Respect for position. Sometimes there is, for some people, there is even respect for position over respect for person. What I mean by that is sometimes you say, Mom, you are a mother and I respect motherhood. That is to respect position. When you're younger, living in the home, respect looks like this, obedience. You obey. When you get older and you have maybe kids of your own or you're out on your own, it changes. It it changes. But you still are to show respect for mom. Bless you. Mm. Um, I love my mom. I really do. Um, I called her this morning because um, I, I knew that she would not be able to be here. And I, I just wanted to call her and I just said, Mom, I love you. And, you know, sometimes those words are hard. You know, I'm 41 years old. It shouldn't be hard. But... It can be hard. But I just, um, I thought, you know what? These are words that need to be said. Talked with her for actually about 20 minutes. And um, it's good. It's good to do that. These are ways that we can honor mom. If you are older and you have kids by chance, I want you to consider how you honor your mother. Why do I say that? Because your kids are watching you. Your kids watch how you treat your mom. And I think that your kids will probably do what you do to your mother. And kids are really smart. Kids can know when a relationship is strained, and they can be okay with that, but they can also see that we, in the midst of a strained relationship, if that's the case, they can still see that we choose to honor. Sometimes honor is putting appropriate boundaries up. I get that. But today... I want us to consider the mother that God has put in our life. And I want us to consider the way that we can show honor to her today. Mom deserves it. She does. She has a hard job. Not easy. 
we are not easy. She began with Nathan. My mother began with me by labor. That's not easy. And unfortunately, the labor didn't stop there because she raised me to 18. And I'm sure there was a number of times where I brought her to her knees in prayer. I probably created a fair amount of tears for her. It's not easy to be a mom. We need to remember this. And we need to show our mother's honor. Moms, again, today, we want to honor you um, for who you are. The position you have as a mother, you make the church a better place. You make the world a better place. I'm thankful for each and every one of you. Lord God, thank you for the gift of moms. And Lord, you know each of us here. You know what kind of relationship we have with mom. Some might have strained relationships. Some might have no relationship. Some may have excellent relationships. I don't know what the relationship is like. But Father, we all have mothers. And I pray that we would, if, if we are able to, that we would find the best ways to show honor to our mothers today. We love you. We praise you for who you are, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.